And now on Triple HFM, it's time for a very special edition of Sunday Live. This afternoon, it's Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield Day, live from Crestwood Reserve, Borkham Hills. Starting with the Sydney Shield match between the Hills District Bulls and the Guildford Owls. And we do it all for proud station sponsor, Magpies Waitara, the action attraction of the North Shore. Here is your Sunday host, the voice of Triple H footy, the Sultan, Tony Dawson. Welcome to this very special podcast of Nathan Grimo Memorial Shield Day Part 1 on Sunday, April the 7th, 2019. Coming to you live from Crestwood Reserve in Borkham Hills, the Sapphire Lounge as we like to call it, for this very critical Sydney Shield match to open proceedings up between the Hills District Bulls and the Guildford Owls on podcasts.com and wherever else you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, etc. Very special edition of Splinters as we call for the first time live matches in full on this medium. Joining me in uh, commentary for Magpies Waitara as part of this podcast, first of all, to call this match ball by ball, he is New Zealand's greatest gift to sports commentary. As we keep saying, he is not to uh, Grant Nesbitt or Keith Quinn or the late great Marshall Crow. He is our own Wellingtonian. Good afternoon, Kiwi Mick Good afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon, listeners. Looking forward to a good day of footy today. Indeed, and of course, joining us as always, he's a local. He doesn't want to admit it sometimes when he wears his West Tigers uh, uniform, but he is a local and he is here. Wouldn't miss this day for Quinn. He is your friendly ground announcer at every West Tigers home game on Nathan Memorial Shield Day, we bring out the heavy artillery. He is Community Radio, non-commercial radio's best rugby league analyst. Good afternoon, Keith Kapolsky. Good afternoon, Tony. Good afternoon to everyone listening across the Triple H Global Network and on Splinters. Splinters goes from strength to strength. Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield Day goes from strength to strength. And all I can say is, thankfully we've got the tent, otherwise I'd be turning a very deep shade of red, almost as red as the Guildford Shorts. Indeed, and they've taken the field now, both sides, the Hills District Balls, wearing... Dark jumpers kicking footballs into this uh, good-sized building crowd already. Uh, with the music going in the background, the Sapphire Lounge is cranked up to full capacity already on this biggest home day of the year. They're wearing their black with maroon and red trim and piping, but in, under these conditions, very, very warm weather, 13 degrees. The temperature nudging here uh, for this match, it's uh, almost oppressive. Guildford, on the other hand, wearing their white away strip, white with maroon trim and maroon shorts. Very interesting Sydney Shield match. The Hills District Bulls surprise equal competition leaders. Three starts to three wins, and the Guildford Owls sitting just behind them on four points with two wins and one loss. To take you through commentary of this special podcast edition of the Sydney Shield match on Grimo Day 2019 for Magpies Tara. Here is Pete Topolsky and firstly, Kiwi McRiney. Thank you very much, Tony. Yes, we're about to get underway. The Sapphire Lounge is rocking here, and Guildford pick us off Hills District to receive the ball on their try line. And first hit up, flying onto this one is going to be uh, big Shane Wafu. And he's tackled now 12 metres away from his own try line, left-hand side of the field. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. He wears blindside now to uh, Dean Barron, who charges it forward. 22 metres away from their own line, left-hand side. This time it's going to be Reese Walpole for his first hit-up of the day. Fast play, fast set of six early doors. Dummy half now is Mitch Hyde. He goes himself now the dummy half. Pretty good run there, 10 metres short of halfway, centre field. Dummy half now is going to be Luke McDonald, the fullback for Hills District. He goes now to Corey Kerner, who drives it forward. And they're just short of halfway, first set of six 
of the match. Referee Joey Butler puts up the hand and it's going to go now to Dean Campbell who drives it towards the corner and far too many wee picks on that one. Out on the full and Keith Topolsky, Guildford will have a chance early doors on the right half of the field. They were very up, they were very fast up there Guildford. I thought they might have been a touch quick but Joey Butler deciding to allow the play to continue and the kick that almost ended up over the fence. That was an absolutely tragic kick. Guildford start with very good field position once they actually get the football back and now finally they will play the football 47, 48 metres away from the Hills District line. Caleb Hunt with the team list for you shortly but we continue our match referee the match officials are Joey Butler is in the centre and on his touch lines are Billy Greatbatch and Luke Heckendorf. Here go Guildford now 40 metres away. Caleb Hunt now drives it forward and straightens things up for the Guildford Owls. Last year's grand finalists of course and they're 32 metres away from the try line. Centre of the field. Julian King moves in the dummy half now. He goes away now to his halfback Errington. Flat ball now to his half his 5'8 Camaro and a wider ball now to uh, Ashley Brown. 20 metres away from the try line right hand side of the field. Julian King moves in the dummy and Last a knock on. So let's have a look at the sides today. The Hills District Bulls at fullback is Luke McDonald. Their wingers Colin Munro and Samuel Shepard. Centres Tavina Pakuna and Isaac Gorman. 5'8 Ezra Gibson. Halfback Dean Kamel. Props Dean Barron and Shane Motu. Hooker and dummy half is Mitch Hyde. Second row is Reese Walpole and Jake Brennan locking the scrum. Corey Kerneth. Their bench, their bench, sorry, Mitch Zampatidis, Luke Peru, John Dunn and Christian Viney. They are coached by Don Jackson. Dan Jackson. Dan Jackson. So it's going to be Hills District 20 metres away from their own line. Left hand side of the field. First set up Isaac Gorman now and he's tackled and flicks it out the back here to Ezra Gibson who drives it forward. 24 metres short of the halfway line. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. Three minutes gone. Nil all Hills District and Guildford and driving it forward now Jake Brennan through the centre of the ruck. Straight into big Caleb Hunt and they're 14 metres short of halfway now. Dummy half is Mitch Hyde. He goes open side now to his prop here and uh, Shane Motu, just short of the halfway line on tackle three, dummy half now Hyde again, goes now to Dean Kamal and a wider ball out there to uh, Tavita Pakuna, 40 metres away from the trial on right hand side, dummy half now Mitch Hyde again, goes through the centre to his prop and Dean Barron and they've knocked it on here, Hill District, so Keith, both teams making a couple of early mistakes and the Guildford lineup coming up very shortly. Yeah, I went and had a look at the surface before the game. The grass is very long and that's really going to tell, but because the grass is long, it still retains some of that moisture and it hasn't evaporated completely off the surface, so there's just a, a thin film of moisture, maybe dew, maybe leftover rainwater, and that's going to play a little bit of havoc with the players early on. They see the conditions, they think it's dry weather football, but they're just going to have to make sure that they play cons- conservative to make sure that they work off that that. Uh, line of fluid. Here go Guildford now, this time it's going to be Leslie Norlafe, so they're just sort of the halfway line here, working through uh, their third set of six. Julian King into dummy half now, moves it away, Yahia Masri the lock forward, he straightens things up right on the halfway strike now, hot conditions here at our Crestwood Reserve in the Sapphire Lounge. Julian King on a blindside play, this time it's going to be Ashley Brown good run by him, 39 metres away right hand side, dummy half now is Julian King again, Camry standing at first receiver, he's going to dummy once and twice goes out the back now to Errington, he's a big halfback and they rush up and they know to put numbers on him. He's still going though Errington and they're 35 metres away from the try line centre of the field here. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King again. Really trying to slow the play down here Hills District getting numbers on the tackle and they're going to go flat now. Pretty average pass here to Caleb Hunt and not too much going on here. You hear Masri takes this run. Last tackle 29 metres away. Not the greatest set of six. Cameroon now. Dummies once and twice he goes flat to Masri and he's taken down 10 metres away. The Guildford side today at fullback Mason Farrell their wingers Cameron Isles and Connor Reardon. Centres Leslie Norlafe and Ashley Brown. 5'8 Lachlan Cameroo. Halfback Troy Errington. Props Fabian Taffetel and Caleb Hunt. 
hooker and dummy half is Julian King. Second rowers, Matthew Rickard and Mohamed Sultan. Locking the scrum, Yahia Masri. Their bench, Simone Lasalo, Alec Hobbs, David Oxley and Dylan Holdsworth. They're coached by Paul Sly. So here go Hills District working away in their own half of the lost football it. field. Lost it. And they've lost it as well. So Guildford are going to have another chance here to, to put the first points on the board for the day. Five minutes gone, nil all, Hills District and Guildford. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, uh, uh, Guildford running two hour left, the left of your iPad, your device, uh, defending the western end of the ground. It's an east-west ground it runs here at Crestwood Reserve. They're defending the western end of the ground and uh, Hills District Bulls taking the odds to run into the sun from the eastern end of the ground in the first half. Here go Guildford then as both teams just take their time to pack this scrum. Early points will be important of course. Hills District unbeaten this season with three wins. Guildford two wins and one loss. They boot blindside play now to camera away now to Ashley Brown and he's tackled 20 metres away. Right hand side. Dummy half now is going to be Lachlan Camru slotting into that uh, hooker position. Mohamed Sultan takes the run away to Yahia Masri and they're 15 metres away from the try line now centre of the field. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King. Flat now Taffetal goes straight and hard the big man and they're 8 metres away from the try line centre of the field now. Dummy half is Julian King again. Moves it away now to Errington. There's numbers here. He goes Yahia Masri switches sides of the field and they're a metre away from the try line now. Dummy half is Julian King. Goes himself Julian King very close. They're half a metre away from the try line. Last tackle. Dummy half now is Mason Farrell. Slow play the ball. Again, Hills District trying to make it untidy for Guildford. They work away now to Errington. A wide ball now to Camero. He chips towards the corner. Chasing through is going to be Cameron Isles. Bad kick, but he's got it now. They're five metres away. Away now to Mohamed Sultan. Mohamed Sultan still alive. Goes infield, chips ahead. And Hills District dive on the football with Corey Kernith. And they'll ruck it away now, Keith. On the, from their own try line. They had a real good chance to go the blind side there when Mason Farrell was in dummy half. The winger had compressed in and they didn't take it. They decided to go right. It looked like it was a shank of a kick but it actually sat up nicely for Guildford but they couldn't make it count at the at the death. And here they go blind side this time to Jake Brennan. So Hills District trying to play the ball fast and they're 15 metres short of the halfway line. Here they go now Shane Motu the big prop straightens things up. Straight into big Julian King and Mohamed Sultan. 10 short of halfway now. Both teams feeling their way into this match. Here they go now to Corey Kirk who straightens things up again and he's got two men on him including Yahia Masri who's been heavily involved. Eight minutes gone, nil all. They move it away. They kick from dummy half now with Mitch Hyde and beautifully taken here by Cameron Isles. In fact, it's Connor Reardon and Connor Reardon glides back into this hillside and he's put to ground now. So they're 20 metres short of the halfway line, dummy half now and they work it through the centre with uh, Cameron Isles coming off his wing. And good run there by Cameron Isles. They're eight metres short of the halfway line. Dummy half now for Guildford as they work it forward with Mason Farrell and this time they straighten things up again with Norlafe and Norlafe crashes uh, past the halfway line and he's 45 metres away from the try line now. Dummy half is Julian King for the Guildford Owls. Big crowd building here. Here goes uh, Errington taking the line and fending away from one and two. He flicks it inside Norlafe and Norlafe now he slips over and he's 23 metres away from the try line. Centre of the field. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King. Moves it away now to Camero. Camero goes himself to 5'8". Good run. Flicks it out the back. Here goes Masri. Masri to the line, Masri's over, what a try for the Guildford Owls, beautiful team play and interplay with the 5-8 and lock and Masri gets the first points and with 9 minutes gone, Guildford 4, Hills District nil. It was a really good bit of play there from Camru to try and cut up the middle of the ruck and Hills District had to hold off because Masri was always there in support, Camru dummied inside and that drew the defence in and that gave the gap for Camru to slide through and when Camru was able to poke his head through and get his hand around the corner, 
Now, Masri was still there. Masri was still waiting for the pass, and he got the ball, showed some good strength to get to the line. That's a great start for Hills District 4 0. Kick to come. Absolutely. What a great start here by Guildford. A couple of early mistakes by either team, though, but I think Hills turning it over in their own half of the field, Keith, are very vital. Oh, the ha handling's been terrible so far in terms of just being able to get to the last tackle. The completions have been ordinary. They've really got to settle down. It's long grass, as I mentioned, so the forwards are going to tire. They've really got to make sure that they hold the football because anytime you turn the ball over, you're going to give the opposition a much bigger leg up than normal. So it's going to be Troy Errington to take this conversion. And he's six metres to the left of the posts and 11 metres back. Him and Lachlan Cameron normally alternate the goal-kicking duties. But it looks like it's going to be Troy Errington to take the first one today. This crowd is building big time here at Crestwood Reserve. On an emotional day here at Hills District Bulls in Crestwood Reserve. Here goes Errington. We're right behind this one in the commentary box area. He runs in and strikes it straight over the middle. Ten minutes gone here, and it's Guildford 6, Hills District 0 on the Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in the North Shore, and they groove your weekend with the Bandits next Saturday Troy night, April 13th. The, the Bandits return Bounds. to Magpies with their great Troy blend of hits from the 70s to now, all in, in one night. Year. It's all for free from 7.30pm. For more information, go to magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the entertainment icon. That's the Bandits live and free next Saturday night, April 13th at Magpies Waitara. Located at Alexander Andrew Parade Waitara. Information from Pemazan guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Mitch Hyde drives this long and hard. It's going to be Mason Fair underneath this one. And here goes uh, Big Taffetel charging for Taffetel brushes past a couple. Away now here to Cameron Isles. Cameron Isles on the half of Rangers. Lafay, in fact, he gets up still going. What a first tackle off the restart from the try. The 10 metres short of halfway already. Here they go now, grooving through the middle. It's Matthew Rickard, his first touch of the day. Just short of the halfway line, left hand side. Dummy half now is Julian King. Moves it away now to Errington. Taffetel again takes them on lost. through the middle and that's got to be lost yes it is so they undo the big, uh, the good work here Guildford Hills District will have a scrum to settle things down just short of the halfway line 11 minutes gone Guildford 6 Hills District now Cardinal Sin you score points you get the ball back from the kickoff, and you don't make it to the last tackle to complete your set at least they've turned the ball over inside Hills District's half even if it is only 4 metres inside Hills should get tackled inside Guildford's half great place to set up an attacking set certainly is and it's going to be Dean Camel to feed this scrum both teams just taking their times early doors in the heat here of course for the 1pm kickoff, very hot conditions here at Crestwood Reserve they move it away flat now from Ezra Gibson to Shepard and they're right on the halfway stripe now left hand side, dummy half now is going to be Ezra Gibson again in jersey number 22 and straightening things up, Shane Mottry now with a good run, 40 metres away from the try line here, Hills work it forward now with Mitch Hyde undefeated of course here's Corey Kerneth belting into Caleb Hunt, two big men there and they're 32 metres away from the try line now, dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde, moves it away now to Camel, a nice wide ball here to uh, Luke McDonald at fullback in jersey number Number five, and they're 25 metres away from the try line right hand side. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde for the Hills District Bulls. Works it through the middle this time to uh, uh, Tavita Pakuna, and they're 20 metres away from the try line. Last tackle, referee Butler puts up the hand, and dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. He moves it away now to Ezra Gibson. He chips ahead. Oh, good take here by Mason Farrell, though, by Guildford. Beautiful work by the fullback, and Guildford will rock it away 10 metres away from their own line. Very well positioned there, Mason Farrell. He was able to get across very quick time to pick off that kick because if it did get through Mason Farrell's first line of defence, then it was going to sit down in the in goal because it didn't have enough on it to run dead. Guildford, though, fortunate to get the ball so quickly with Farrell there. Great positioning. And here goes Ashley Brown now charging at them for the Guildford Owls. And he's going to play it now 24 metres away from his own line. Dummy half now is Julian King as both teams trying to cancel each other out. They've got a lot of attack in the both sides. And here they go now, Julian King. That's knocked down by Hills. This should be a Guildford ball. They're going to play dead with it and just... 
Right, I'll take the scrum, the consolation scrum here. So, a uh, Guildford scrum, 12 metres short off halfway, 13 gone, Guildford 6, Hills nil. Living dangerously, Hills District. The, the man in halfback, Dean Camel, went up very quickly. He was called out of it by Joey Butler, and he's backing off, backing off. Guildford spotted where he was standing and made a beeline for him. He was very fortunate to get one foot back. Quite easily could have been a penalty, but if he doesn't knock that ball down, Guildford have a three on two down the outside, and away they go. So, they take their time again to, to feed the scrum, Errington. Quite a composure there, a lot of experience, of course. Guildford have the early lead here, and a top of the table clash. They work it forward now, and this time it's going to be Mohamed Sultan who puts a head forward and charges into them. They're nine metres short of halfway now. Dummy half now is going to be Lachlan Camru, and he goes blind now to Ashley Brown. Ashley Brown there charges at them. Bit of a Dane Gagai lookalike. Right on the halfway stripe here, right-hand side. Dummy half Julian King again. Here goes Mohamed Sultan, straightening things up, and they're 42 away from the try line. Dummy half now is going to be drilled. That's gone out the back. And a penalty, probably a fair call. Guildford will be in attack very shortly. First penalty of the day. Hands were all over that from Hills District. Ideal place to get a penalty. 40 out, smacking front. And the ball will be put into touch, you would think, by Lachlan Camru. And he's going to find touch 21, 20 metres out, as a matter of fact, from the Hills District line. Peachy place on the field to start a set if you're the Guildford Owls. Absolutely. Here they go now with Ashley Brown. Full set of cards. And he's going to tap and go like Dane Gagway. A lot of power there. And they're 11 metres away from the try line here, right-hand side. Dummy half now is Julian King. Guildford would love to go ahead. 10 or 12 nil. Here goes Camro trying to find numbers. Caleb Hunt now the experienced campaigner. A flat ball to him. Out the back now to Masri. No. And a knock on. What an anti-climax to that set. And the forwards just looking a little bit clumsy around the middle. Keith, they're not quite the, the urgency there and they're kind of looking who to pass to. Would you agree with that? This is what happens when you get forwards who are looking to play a bit of dry weather football and they're playing it on a surface where they know they're going to get tired. So rather than take the runs themselves, they're trying to throw it around, tire out the opposition. Guilford end up with an attacking offside off the knock-on. Hills District get it up towards the 40-metre line and they'll be ordered to go back and tap it on the actual mark rather than three metres behind it, which they're not allowed to do off the free kick. Here goes Isaac Gorman. Passes it away now to Reese Walpole. That's better, straight and hard. Just short of the halfway line now. And here go the Hills District Bulls looking to get back into the match with their first points of the day. And Corey Kerneth now will take it forward. Reverses the angle. Just past the halfway stripe on tackle two now, Hills District. Undefeated this season, of course. Here they go now, firing it forward to Shane Motu, who really powers into Caleb Hunt there with a lot of venom. 40 metres away from the try line now, and the dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde again. He moves it away now to Ezra Gibson. A flat ball out the back, that's gone to no one, and coming up with it is going to be uh, Troy Errington. So Guildford there, uh, again an error by Hills District, and uh, eight metres short of halfway. That's got to be a penalty it is. Stripping with two in the tackle. Hills District need to sharpen things up here, because Guildford, Keith, as we know, they've got a lot of points in them, and they're giving them a lot of chances in the right half of the field, aren't they? I like the idea of going to the line as Hills District did then. It was a terrible pass and they put it straight down as cold as you like. But I like the idea. You go to the line, you try and pick a gap from in tight and then you go through. Unfortunately for Hills it didn't work and then they compound the error by giving away the penalty and Guildford now tap the ball on the Hills District 40 metre line to go centre field. Here go there now with Yahia Masri and they're all of a sudden 32 metres away from the trial. I think something's going to give here. Julian King. Here they go flat and hard now with Errington. Away now to Camro. A nice ball out the back. Well, it's out the back, actually. It's going to be Mason Farrow tidies up the scraps. All right. Both teams attacked. It's a little bit disjointed out here. And they're going to very slow play the ball. Eventually, it's going to go now to Mohamed Sultan, who straightens things up, Mohamed Sultan. And they're 15 metres away from the try line now. Dummy half now is Julian King here for the Guildford Owls. Moves it flat 
now to Tefatel. Tefatel really hustles and bustles forward. And then 15 metres away from the try line now, centre field. Dummy half, Julian King. Flat ball to Errington. Here they go. Nice white ball, Nolafe. He had his winger run, Mark. Couldn't get it free. Last tackle, five metres away, left hand side. Here go the Guildford Owls. Errington, cross kick. And it's going from left to right. Who's district? Who's going to come up with it? And it's going to be Guildford who is Mason Farrell. He flicks it out the back. A chance here for Connor Reardon. Connor Reardon. Can he find the space? He flicks it out the back. And Hills District come up with the football. Hot potato stuff here in the first right. 20 minutes, Keith. And uh, both teams are playing it like it's the last 20. That's exactly what you want to do with as if you're Guildford on the attacking side the Hills 20. Move them side to side. Get them tied with this long grass out there. The forwards are really struggling. And then throw the ball around. Kick it around. Get them moving on the last so they don't have as much energy when you're coming back. It's still only early doors. But if you can wear them down gradually, they're going to be lacking that energy in the last 10 or 15 minutes of the game. So here they go now with uh, Corey Kerneth and a oh, belting tackle over the top on Pakuna, but he's still going away now to Dean Camel. Now Ezra Gibson, the 5'8", but he's going to get uh, wrapped up there. So they're 10 metres short of halfway. Last tackle already. Gee, that was a fast set of six. They move it away now to Camel. He kicks a banana kick Joey John style, and eventually the winger's going to take it now. Uh, Cameron Isles, he beats the man. He's past the halfway strike. Very fast as Cameron Isles. 35 to go. 30 to go now, and he's only just inside the touchline, right next to our broadcasting position. They move it away now to Errington. Here goes uh, Cam Mason Farrell, and Mason Farrell flicks it out the back. Away now to Camro, and this time it's going to be Julian King, playing in the line now at the dummy half, and a good run by him. 20 metres away from the try line here. 18 minutes gone, Guildford 6 hills nil. They work it away flat. Here goes Camro, trying to find the gap, straightening things, and it's forward. Mohamed Sultan, that was a fair call, and it will okay. be Hills District will have to scrum 15 metres away from their own line now. Okay. All right. Shane Modu okay. rushed up right. out of the line on Guildford there. That forced Camru into throwing a pass that was probably a little bit suspect, and it was called forward by the touch judge. We're not in great position to judge it, but the kickback from Dean Camel on the last, it was a good option, but Guildford read it perfectly because they waited for the ball, waited for the ball, picked Just it up, and then Hills District got on them so quickly the that they weren't there, able to adjust. Guildford player picked it up in Connor Reardon and he was able to put on a simple fence, simple step and away he went around the outside. They have to be more careful in defence hills. And it's going to be a penalty and Ezra Gibson took a first receiver. That's clumsy by Guildford off the scrum. They have plenty of time to get things right. They rush up too fast from the scrum and now Hills find touch. 10 metres short of halfway. So both the game is waiting here for someone to take it by the grasp, isn't it, uh, Keith? It certainly is and there's, there's difficulty for Guildford making sure that they actually get to the last tackle because they're throwing the ball away and they're not completing properly but Hills, they just have to get their hands on the football and wait for it. That pass was forward. And here you go, good blind play now of uh, Ezra Gibson on the blind side and they're 35 metres away from the try line now. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. This time it's going to be Isaac Gorman charging it forward the centre and they're 27 metres away from the try line left hand side. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde again. He goes now to Corey Kerner trying to find the numbers here with Kamel out the back and just set down to Nolafe. Nolafe approaching the halfway line. Fending passes off as a number, and he's 40 metres away now. So Guildford, surely something's got to give it. They've got a lot of field position. And here goes Cameron now. He takes the line on. Away now to Mason Farrell. Out the back now to Isles. Isles got to beat his winger. 10 to go, 5 to go. He's close to the line. He's dragged down brilliantly by Munro. What a tackle. Cameron to dummy half. He goes blind and scores. Great stuff there by Cameron. Great vision by the 5'8". 
Guildford cracked them eventually. Something had to give. They've had a lot of territory out here. 20 minutes gone, and it's Guildford 10, Hills District 0. Brilliantly done by Guildford to pick up on the loose pass. Hills again going to the line, playing smack on the line, and that saw the ball go to ground. Nalafe picked it up, made some good metres, and then Cameron went to the line, found Farrell, who jinked back inside, drew the winger, got the ball out to Cameron Isles. As you say, it was very well done, jinking back, and Isles got away down that short side. Great tackle coming back from Colin Munro. And then the last tackle option, there was only one option, because the marker was there in, in Colin Munro, and the rest of the line was still set but there was so much room down that blind side and you knew the marker was headed infield so lock on camera picks it up go short side colin munro had to so move infield first didn't have the, the time to adjust back by the time colin munro had made the tackle Lachlan camera is already over the line very well read in a dummy half by Lachlan camera to go the short side when everybody else was running open i've got a feeling that guildford have got themselves up for a big match here of course they went down to cabramatta 38 points to four last week and they've come out here uh, a different side. Hills District beating Penrith Brothers 36 points to 10 last week. But Guildford, of course, the grand finalists from last year, and they know how to play when a big match is on the cards, which it is here with a big crowd here in the Sydney Shield. It's going to be Troy Errington now from the sideline and 22 metres back. One from one with the boot today. First 20 minutes here, a lot of hustle and bustle, but Guildford, most importantly, had the 10 0 lead. Right behind this one in our commentary box area. Errington runs in and strikes it. Sails towards the post. Weaving around and over. Great goal there. So 22 minutes gone. And it's Guildford 12. Hills District Hill. Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in the North Shore. And they offer a great alternative for the kids. These April school holidays. Have the kids check out the free movie Incredibles 2. On the 16th of April. That's the Tuesday at 11am. And there's the special $8 kids meals from the kitchen from midday. For more information go to magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the kids entertainment icon to take the kids somewhere different these school holidays take them to Magpies Waitara located at Alexandria Parade Waitara information for members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM and if you're listening live on Triple H I understand welcome aboard because we're now going live to air brilliant so Hills District to restart play they drive it long and hard and it bounces off the leg from Guildford but now it's going to be Caleb Hunter charge it forward here for the Guildford Owls and a strong run by him he's going to play it now 20 metres away from his own line on tackle one and they've got three numbers on the tackle there, and they've forced the mistake. So they really held on for quite a long time. Could have gone either way there, a penalty or a knock-on. Referee Joey Butler said it's a knock-on, and it all of a sudden Hills District had the scrum 20 metres away from the line. No, we don't. We have a penalty to Hills District for descent, and I have to say that Guildford, I think, have a case. They were all over the tackle there, Hills District. Guildford would deem to try and play the ball too quick. I think it's a harsh call on Guildford, but now they compound it with the penalty. So here go the Hills District balls. Now a lot of attacking ability. They move it through the middle now, Dean Barron now straightens things up and big Caleb Hunt over the top on him take no prisoners, 19 metres away they move it away now to Ezra Gibson a flat ball out the back now to Reese Walpole and Walpole drives it forward, they're only 5 metres away from the try line here, dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde, moves it away now to Corey Kerneth, trying to find the numbers but can't and they're right next to the post now only 3 metres away, they play the ball now to Mitch Hyde again, he goes blindside now to Ezra Gibson, Ezra Gibson straightens things up, oh very close a half a metre away again, dummy half now it's going to be Mitch Hyde. Here go the Hills District Bulls. A flat ball now to Dean Barron. Barron to the line and they're just short. Great defence by Guildford on their goal line. Half a metre away. Dummy half now Mitch Hyde again. A flat ball out the back. Was that deflected? Possibly no. Colin Munro now. He chips ahead into the end goal area. Tidied up by Mason Farrell. Trying to get back into the field of play and he does it. It's going to be a goal line dropout. So that was better by Hills District. Good defence by Guildford on their line but they get the repeat set. He had an absolute three pound of weight 
apex on that. The Hills District player in Luke McDonald kicking the ball into the end goal, and he had so much on it. It should have ended up at Charles McLaughlin Reserve, but instead it basically sat dead. That's how long the grass is. Guildford unable to get the ball back into the field of play. They're now going to be dropping out just under 16 minutes to halftime. Hills District, they haven't had a lot of football. They've had almost nothing down Guildford's end. If they're going to work their way back into the contest, they need to make something happen here. From the restart, it's going to be Ezra Gibson who takes it 35 metres away, and now it's going to be Sam Shepard now on the 45 degree angle, and he's lost it there, so now it's going to be Muhammad Sultan, G Hills District, blow an opportunity, and they're 18 metres short of half. And that wasn't the something I was thinking of. And now it's going to be Guildford working it forward, bruising it over the top on David Oxley, but he's still going at a penalty here, Keith, so Guildford are just going to swing this momentum back now, and they're going to be in the right half of the field again. Very frustrating play from Hills District, turning the ball over soft as you like, and they look to make up for it, but instead they compounded, they were all in front of Joey Butler, played the advantage, nothing came, and so Butler raises the arm, gives Guildford the penalty. That is a belting touch finder from Lachlan Camru. It's 30 metres away from the Hills District line. Guildford, if they can complete the set, they're either going to score or get the football back. Absolutely. Here goes Ashley Brown, powers it forward. He's been strong, hasn't he? Just taking the line on, and they're 20 metres away from the try line, right-hand side. King moves it flat now to Simone Lasalo on the field. Good metres. 10 metres away. You can feel the brick is again going to fall, because Guildford have come with their game hats on. Here goes Camru, trying to find the numbers again to Errington. Out the back now to Mason Farrell. Flapple Nolafe to one two Beautiful tackle. Five metres away from the try line left-hand side. Dummy half now is going to be Cameron Isles. Moves it away now to Errington. Inside ball now to David Oxley. Oxley powers at the line. They're half a metre away from that try line now. Errington sprints in the dummy half. Julian King, in fact, and Julian King goes himself. He's very close referee in a good spot, and he's just short. It's held up. So we're going to restart play now 10 metres away from the try line, but Guildford throwing a lot at Hills District, who haven't had much territory, but have, lot, have made a lot of mistakes in their own half of the field, Hills District, today. They're a bit off their game, so they're going to restart play now. And dummy half is going to be Matthew Rickard this time. Here we go, they're 10 metres away. Errington, at first receiver, moves it away now to Camero again. He tips ahead, it's a Falcon, and Hills come up with it, so they survive, and it's going to be Sam Shepard again, moving at centre field, straightening things up, and belted in the tackle there by Simone Lasalo. Very strong tackle and they were very fortunate to get that deflection because that I did say they'd either score or get the ball back and if that ball doesn't deflect it goes into the end goal it sits down. Guildford weren't necessarily leading the chase but they did have by far a majority of numbers there and they wouldn't have had any problems forcing a goal line dropout. Most fortuitous deflection. Here goes Walpole out of dummy half and this time it's going to be Corey Kerneth again the lock forward but uh, Guildford are rushing up and shutting their forwards down when they're making their head ups. They're going to kick from dummy half maybe for the 40-20 trying something about different. Mason Ferry's dawdling there and he's five metres away from his own line when he picks it up. Sprints back at them now with the orange fluorescent boots and he's going to inside out run and they're all of a sudden 20 metres short of halfway. Nice work there by Farrell and dummy half now is going to be Cameron Isles here for Guildford Isles on the 45 degree angle trying to find maybe half a, a gap with the tiring forwards and the heat with the 1pm kickoff. They're 12 metres short of halfway now dummy half is going to be Julian King again this time it's going to be Oxley. A lot of touches off the bench for him and he charges it forward. Five metres short of halfway here Guildford up 12-0 with 12 minutes till half time. Here they go now this time it's going to be uh, Matthew Rickard who gets into the right half of the field again 45 away. Tommy half now Julian King he moves it away now to Errington who's maybe going to try and find touch 
here and it rolls away beautifully old fashioned style. 10 metres away from the Rhone Line Hills District will have the scrum. Uh, uh, bang on 12 to a half time now. Guild for 12 Hills now. Perfect play there from Errington. You get to the last tackle. You, you're not even the last. You were still on four. You drive the ball down the short side, roll it along the ground. Make sure you find touch 10 or so away from the Hills District line. Give them the scrum feed, but they have to ruck it out from their own end. They can't score from their own end simply because they don't have the cattle to do it. They're just tiring with the long grass here. It's a really ugly surface if you're a forward. Looks picture perfect, don't get me wrong, but if you're a forward, it's the worst possible surface because it's so heavy underfoot with lifting those legs. Hills District now, they're going to have to work it away. They'll probably make it to 45 if they complete the set, and then they'll just have to go long again so Guildford have all the dominance. And a big hit over the top on Isaac Gorman there. Very strong stuff by uh, Matthew Rickard by Guildford. Now it's going to be uh, uh, Samuel Shepard again. So they're 20 metres away from their own line on tackle two. Dummy half now is going to be Ezra Gibson. He goes open side this time to Luke McDonald and Guildford rushing up and getting numbers in the tackles, trying to uh, slow Hills District down here. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. This time it's going to be Corey Kern at the lock forward. Lost Did that. he lose it? He does. So Guildford are putting pressure on, getting numbers in the tackle. They've got some big bodies out there and slowing Hills down and all of a sudden they've got an attacking scrum here 30 metres away centre field exactly how you like it with Big Norlafe lined up on the left look out. And this is exactly what I was talking about it's all work all the time from Hills District they don't get to throw the ball around they just have to ruck it out and keep working hard and then when they do eventually reef the ball downfield after a full set of working hard in the forwards they have to work hard again in defence to stop Guildford throwing it around because they've got all the field position and then Guildford return it back down the other end and it happens all over again and Hills District forwards they're getting tired and they're losing well, they're concentration. Getting, well they're all getting tired out there I was just uh, at the scrum a lot of players forwards and backs were sucking in the big ones in this 30 degree heat. Here goes Norlafe as we were saying 20 metres away from the try line here he's a big unit dummy up now it's going to be Julian King Guildford want to get another try or two before half time they're in the mood. Here goes Rickard now driving it forward and they're 12 metres away from the try line tackle two. Dummy half now Julian King again he's got his half lined up to his right he moves it away now to Errington. Errington a nice deep ball to Camero a nice back line Farrell away now to uh, Ashley Brown he's tackled and slammed into the ground nine metres away from the try line dummy half now it's going to be Lasalo the big man he moves it away now to Camero a flat ball this time to uh, Alec Hobbs first touch for the day and they're eight metres away centre of the field on tackle four dummy half is Julian King moves it away now to Errington Errington chips it forward into the end goal anyone's ball too many weepicks is it let's have a look and see what the referee's going to say it's going to be a goal line dropout he's so, ruled that the fullback's taken the football dead trying to shepherd it uh, over the dead ball line that's right and um, gee whiz Hills District there I think it might have even been Ezra Gibson the 5'8 in cover has taken it dead Guildford have another chance 9 to half time Guildford 12 Hills District now I think it was Colin Munro getting across in the headgear he did have time to give it another bounce to allow it to go dead mm. but he decided not to take any chances and Hills District they come up with a worm burner it's going to get up to 35 away and now Guildford will have their first tackle inside Hills District's 30 metre zone 25 out as a matter of fact Yahi Amastri in fact he plays a 22 out so another chance to put points on here they're going to Alec Hobbs he's a big unit trying to tire Hills out in the heat here and they're 12 metres away from the try line now dummy half is Julian King again here they go away now to uh, Errington a flat ball to Rickard belting head on him uh, by Jake Brennan and they're 2 metres away from the try line here dummy half is Julian King moves it away 
Harrington. Now to Camero. A nice inside ball changing the angle. Alec Hobbs. Alec Hobbs charges at them. Julian King to the line. Julian King is over. Guildford are over Great, again. They are having a party here, Guildford. And p- pulling a big upset on the Hills District Bulls. They are on fire. And they're into their flow now. Julian King scores. Eight minutes till half time. Guildford 16. Hills District now. They went the short side on that left-hand play on the left-hand side the play before and they had so many options lining up Guildford Hills District didn't know where to go and they had to rush in and they had to make sure that they got the tackle and it was a really good choice there but everybody was rushing here and there and the defensive line was scrambled they decided to shift right-hand side Camru sends Ashley Brown back on the inside and that inside defence hadn't recovered they hadn't reorganised they hadn't reset and that's why Ashley Brown almost poke his head through Julian King looks up and sees nobody in front of him and says give it to me I'll have a crack King got the ball he beat one tackle. There was no one there because they were still trying to figure out where to stand. No organisation. And that's what happens when you get tired. You don't talk and you get scrambled on your own line. And Guildford, they took absolute full advantage of that. These points are absolute gold for Guildford in this heat because both sides are sucking in the big ones, particularly the Bulls now in their own in-goal area at that eastern end in front of the bull pit under their own post. This is going to be a, a, a real test of their character. They're three from three, but it's under threat here. Here goes Troy Errington then, 11 metres back and four metres to the left of the posts. Again, we're right behind this one. All the tries have been scored on this left-hand side of the field, interestingly. And here goes Errington now. Pretty easy one, straight through the middle. So, seven minutes till half-time here, and it's Guildford, 18. Hills District now on the Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in the North Shore, and they offer a different Easter alternative this Good Friday, April 19. There's heaps of prizes in the Good Friday Easter raffle at 1pm with over $4,000 oh, of Easter prizes that must be won. With tickets on sale from 11.30, I've seen that prize package. It looks an absolute treat. There's the free fun for the kids between 1 and 3, including a special visit from the Easter Bunny doing his Easter rounds. For more info, magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the special events icon. So start your Easter weekend somewhere different this Good Friday at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors at Triple H 100.1 And just repeating, not only uh, is this match on the podcast at splinters.com, we are now live to air on Triple H 100.1 FM and at www.triplehfm.com.au via live streaming. So tune in wherever you are around the town, around the world for the rest of this Nathan Grimmo Memorial Shield Day on this Sunday afternoon. You're laughing now with a strong run and are eight metres short of halfway. Dummy half now, Julian King. Again, it's going to be Alec Hobbs and him and Oxley have combined well off the bench. There's a player down for Hills and back play. Christian Viney. 14 there, Christian Viney. Here goes Julian King. Look out. They're going to open things up now. Again, it's going to be Alec Hobbs. Last tackle. Viney's in all sorts of trouble in the hands of a I think it's a shoulder. Play. And they're 32 metres away. Julian King moves it to Errington. He's going to just try and find touch and say, we've got Clever play of this match. Let's slow the thing down because we're up 18-0 and well, just over five minutes till that halftime buzzer. But like we said, Guildford 18 hills now. It's exactly what you need to do and Christian Viney, you've been paying more attention than I have and Joey Butler's called time off now. He's in a world of hurt. He went in to make that tackle uh, on uh, Hobbs in the second tackle from the restart and he's come out. The point at the left shoulder has come awry and he's in all sorts of trouble. They're trying to, geez, they're trying to manipulate the shoulder back in. So he may have popped it and it's not responding. That's not a good sign. Absolutely, and he is uh, in, in trouble here, Christian Viney. Of course, a lot happening in Magpies, Waitara in the coming days, weeks and months. Well, next Saturday night, April 13, the action attraction of the North Shore Magpies, Waitara grooves your weekend with the Bandits. The Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now, all in one night. And it's all for free entry. 
yes, that's free entry. Showtime is at 7.30pm. For more information, go to magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the entertainment icon. That's the band. It's live and free next Saturday night, April 13 at Magpies Waitara. Information for members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. And I cannot believe this. He's actually getting back into play. Question by He's actually coming back. He's tried to raise the left shoulder. It didn't go above very much the horizontal, but that is typical of the Bulls on this day in particular. Doing it for Nathan Gremo to get into play, even if you're busted. It looks more like a burner. He's just trying to shake it out now. So Deacon Alphine's a scrum moves it away now to Ezra Gibson. A wide ball to Hunter. Luke McDonald and they're tackled now 10 metres away from their own line. I'll tackle one. Dummy up, actually fighting straight into the action. And he goes himself from Dummy half as well. So they're 18 metres away from their own line. Tackle two. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. Blind slow play now. Ezra Gibson again trying to find that gap at each other. Again, Guildford getting physical in defence and the right half of the field trying to force the mistakes. Here they go now with uh, Colin Munro who drives it forward again. They rush up and, and just shut down the metres, don't they? 22 metres short of halfway. Dummy half now it's going to be Mitch Hyde again. Now it's going to be Corey Kerner changing the angle. Better run this time. Last tackle and they're 12 metres short of halfway. Mitch Hyde moves it away now to Ezra Gibson who powers it forward to the right. But a bit of a wonky one and not the best kick. Mason Farrell takes it 20 short of halfway and that's very good territory gain for Guildford. Eventually he'll play it five metres short of halfway. I can see another try here before half time. Julian King. This time it's going to be Connor Reard and he sprints at them and he gets through the buffering there and it's a penalty as well. Got a shoulder charge I think. No he's got them for all inside the 10. Certainly looks suspect but he's decided to go the inside the 10 penalty is the greater advantage Joey Butler. Guildford now 41 metres away from the Hills line. You would think they'll pump this ball into touch. Errington just soaking up a few seconds so that his forwards can get their breath. I'd probably get moving on with it because Hills look to be wilting in the heat more than what Guildford are. Absolutely, and they're going to have a full set of cards here, 20 metres away from the try line, with four to half time up, 18-0. Norlafe moves it away now to Rickard, and now to Errington, flat ball now to David Oxley, and Oxley drives it forward, and I can definitely, there's a try coming again here, I think. The Guildford attack is very strong. Julian King now moves away. Alec Hobbs powers it forward. They're going to try and go straight through the middle here. They're five metres away from the try line. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King. Moves it away, Yahia Mezri on the inside run, no. Moves it flat now, flying onto this one, Lasalo, And Lasalo's just short. Dummy half now, Julian King again. He goes blindside. Camro goes himself outside in. Now to Julian King, who wants a double. He's, he's over, is he? Yes, he's he is. It. Julian King's over. And he's very dynamic, the dummy half. He can ball play as well. Very creative player. And all of a sudden, with three minutes till half time, guilt for 22 Hills District. No, gee, was it a cricket score. I was looking at the way Hills District were lining up. The markers were moving out very quick. But the rest of the defence wasn't compensating in that no man's land area. That area behind the play of the ball where the second marker normally drifts back to. There was nobody there. And I was just thinking, what what Guildford would probably want to do is come up with one of those Melbourne Storm inside-outside plays with the Smith-Slater-Cronk combination and send someone quick up the middle. Instead, what happened was they decided to go short side. Camru decided to take the ball, goes to the line, and then instead of slipping the ball straight immediately back on the inside, suck the markers in so there's absolutely nobody there. King gets the ball goes for the line, and then instead of getting over himself first time, he just waited for the Hills District player to commit. The only man who could have got close, hit spin, and there's nobody there in front of him. King's got his second. This is a carve up at 22 to nil. So, Troy Errington here taking all the time that he wants with these conversions. A lot of experience there. He knows he's trying to just slow it down, so his forwards were putting a lot of effort into this match, can have breathers when they can. Even though they're on top, he knows it's the 80-minute match, and he's giving them reward, just taking his time with his conversions. So this one... 
is going to be 16 metres back and 19 metres in from the right-hand touchline. He's three from three with the boot, and he's putting on a real display of goal-kicking out here. And gee whiz, Guildford putting on a display. They've come to play today against the table-topping Hills District Bulls. So closing in towards half-time now, and Errington lines this one up with the left boot. Big crowd here at Crestwood Reserve. And building. And he runs it and strikes it, and it's straight over again. Two minutes till half-time. Guildford, 24. Hills District now on the Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in the North Shore, and they offer great alternative for the kids these April school holidays. Have the kids check out the free movie Incredibles 2 on Tuesday the April the 16th of April at 11am. There's a special $8 kids meal from the kitchen from midday as well. For more, go to magpiesWaitara.com.au and click on the kids entertainment icon. Take the kids somewhere different these school holidays. Take them to Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM Progress Progress scores around the grounds in other Sydney Shield matches. Full time at Ringrose Park in the early 11 o'clock game there. Wentworthville finally got their first win for the season, but only just. They pipped Sydney University 24-22. Wentworthville 24, Sydney Uni 22. And at the Hickey's Lane, 20 minutes gone up there. St Mary's 12, Penrith Brothers nil. So here go Guildford now working it away out of their own half with a minute to go to halftime up 24-0. Rickard again straightens things up. That's a better tackle by Jake Brennan, but he offloads anyway. Gee, they're just really keeping it all over David Oxley and they're 10 metres short of halfway now. Dummy half is Julian King who has a double today from Dummy half. Here goes Errington now, trying to find a little overlap on the left hand side. Can't quite this time. He's a big man and they eventually drag him to ground, but he makes those extra few metres, doesn't he? So they're 47 metres away from the try line now. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King, who's played a blinder in the first half. Now it's going to be David Oxley, away now to Alec Hobbs, the two big men off the bench, really wearing this Hills District team out. Last tackle, and they're 35 metres away from the try line. Julian King moves it away now to Cameron. Towering bomb. Under this one is going to be Luke McDonald. It's coming down oh, he's with at snow on it. And he oh, takes well. it beautifully. Munro metres away from his own line, Munro. And Munro glides back at them with a half a break. And eventually he's tackled. Good run there. 10 seconds till half time. And they're 15 short halfway. Dummy half now is Mitch Hyde. Blindside play this time to Jake Brennan. A wide ball now. A chance here for Samuel Shepard. He's away with 40 to go. Inside ball knocked on by Ezra Gibson. That'll close us out and it's half time here in the Sydney Shield round four match and the Guildford Owls 24 lead the Hills District Bulls nil. Let's have Sydney a look Shield at the, the tail of the tape. Guildford the there 24 Bulls points. Drilling King a double in the 32nd and 37th minutes. Yahya Masri are trying the 9th minute. Lachlan Cameron are trying the 20th minute. Troy Errington 4 from 4. Hills District Duck Egg 0. Guildford 24 Hills District nil. Scrum stats and penalties with King. Penalties favour Guildford 4 to 3 in the scrum favour the home side by 5-4. to four. And around the grounds for Magpies Waitara. Don't look, Keith! In the Ron Massey Cup at Aubrey Keach Reserve, it's Mounties 20, Wests nil. Oh, Mounties 20, Wests nil. Ten minutes before half-time. And it's not much better for Glee Burwood at Ringrose Park in the Ron Massey Cup. It's Wentworthville 14, Glee Burwood Wolves nil. Wentworthville 14, Glee Burwood Wolves nil. And repeating the Sydney Shield matches in progress that have been played today.
Ring Rose Park full time, Wentworthville 24, Simi Uni 22, and currently St Mary's 12, Penrith Brothers 0 in the first half at the Hickey Slane in Sydney Shield. We eventually got to wear on Triple H here at the Sapphire Lounge. The music is cranking. It hasn't been played in the first half because the Hills District Bulls haven't given them an excuse to play it. They've got all the work to do in the second half to maintain their unbeaten record 3-0 coming into this match today in Sydney Shield but they're getting a rude awakening it's Guildford 24 leading Hills District Bulls nil half time Sydney Shield on Greno Memorial Day 2019 first time it's ever been called here at the Sapphire Lounge and we're pleased as punch to be the first to do it here at Triple H 100.1 FM and on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au time to take a break at 16 and a half minutes to 2 and we'll be back with the second half of Sydney Shield right after this on Triple H 100.1 FM It's time to hit the ice You're all about caring Sydney Bears are back for the 2019 Australian Ice Hockey League season with all the speed, hits and goals that ice hockey is famous for. Buy a season ticket package to ensure you're not left out in the cold as your Bears rip and tear with the aim of going one better on last year to claim the 2019 Good All Cup. Log on to bearsden.com.au for all your season ticket and merchandise options. And for the latest Bears news and updates, tune in to The Bench every Friday from 6pm. Sydney Bears, hear us roar. Sponsors of Triple H. Welcome back to Sunday Live, the home of grassroots footy. Time for the second half of our Sydney Shield match between the Hills District Bulls and the Guildford Owls. Live from Crestwood Reserve, Borkham Hills. Here is Tony Dawson. And welcome back to Crestwood Reserve. Everyone's out on the field for the start of the second half of this Sydney Shield match, except the referees. They're all in kickoff position, and I've said before a number of times, Keith Topolsky, maybe we should just kick off without them. I don't know. Well, today I've got to defend Joey Butler because I think he's having a reasonable game, but certainly certain other referees that we have discussed well and truly in the past that um, perhaps uh, offer some, uh, shall we say, cutlery or crockery fit services such as mugs might uh, be better off, but certainly I think Joey Butler's doing all right out there today. Anyway, Hills District Ball's about to kick off. They've got the work to do. They've down 24-0 and they're running to the left of your radio dial defending the western end of the ground in the second half. The, the uh, Guildford Owls have the lead but they're running into the sun defending the eastern end. It's an east-west ground here at Crestwood. Here's Kiwi McRunnish to take up commentary for the second half. Thank you very much Tony. Yes, Guildford start uh, from where they stopped in the second half with Alec Hobbs with a strong run away now to Oxley and they're 15 metres short of halfway centre of the field on tackle two making metres early doors again. Here goes big Caleb Hunt now straightening things up and they're just short of the halfway line left hand side. Guildford have come out nice and sharp to start the second half. They want to go on with this one. Here goes Rickard now belting it forward and they're 44 metres away from the try line left hand side. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King. He moves the blind side play and it's going to be Errington maybe to find touch again perhaps. Racing across is going to be Colin Munro. Takes it hexed in the corner there and they rush up put five numbers on him and absolutely belt him there. Julian King and has he lost it? Guildford have the football with Errington. Errington inside ball. Julian King for a trick. He's over. They have come out smoking in the second half Guildford. That is a great set and physical defence. They 
men handle Paul Colin Munro and Julian King's got a hat trick already in 41 minutes of footy. Start of the second half here. Buckle up. It's not just three tries, but it's a natural hat trick. 32, 37, 42. But Hills District, they fell, they fell victim again because Errington, he didn't grub her at that time. He drove it low and it sat up. It sat up because of that long grass and not being able to catch it and burn and slide on or continue rolling. So Munro had to make a play at it and he never looked comfortable. He had plenty of big units in front of him and he got tackled. And I'm not sure whether he lost it in a one-on-one strip or whether he just spilt it into a Guildford player. But Guildford, they couldn't believe their luck. They got three or four guys in the tackle and they can throw the ball around four and one overlap because Hills District hadn't got back. And Julian King, he can't believe his luck. He's going to get kicked out of the forwards union for that, especially the hookers union because forget about scoring three tries. It's a natural hat-trick. That's a life ban. <laughs> Unbelievable stuff. It's all happening here. So Troy Errington again, four from four with the boot. This time he's going to be seven metres to the left of the posts and 20 metres back. And Julian King here is having an absolute blinder. He's got a lot of footy in him for dummy half. He can play in tight. He can create dummy half and he's good. Playing in the halves almost as well. So he's a very versatile player. I actually called a game when they played Bellrose a few weeks ago. He was pretty much man of the match that day as well, Julian King. Played a starring role in a big win. So Errington now lines us up, one up. And he runs in and strikes it now. Sails towards the post and it's over. Troy Three minutes gone, second the half. Guildford 30, Hills District nil on the Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in North Shore and they offer a different Easter alternative this Good Friday, April 19. There's heaps of prizes in the Good Friday Easter raffle at 1pm with over $4,000 oh, of Easter prizes that must be won with tickets on sale from 11.30. There's the free fun for the kids between 1 and 3, including a special visit from the Easter Bunny doing its Easter rounds. For more info, magpieswaitara.com.au is the website. Special events is the icon. So start your Easter weekend somewhere different this Good Friday at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Here goes David Oxley powering off the fence and now it's going to be uh, Alec Hobbs doing likewise. So Gilford, a lot of uh, a lot of venom in these runs, isn't there? They're 22 metres away from their own line on tackle two. This time it's going to be Oxley doubling up again with a strong run through the middle. 20 short of halfway tackle three. Coming half, Julian King again. How many tries is he going to get today? With pretty much the whole of the second half still to go. A starring role. And they're 11 metres short of halfway now. That was better defence by Hills over the top. Now it's going to be Alec Hobbs this time. Rolls it forward. And Zampatiti's on top of him. Half, uh, the uh, last, tack- last tackle now. And they're 7 metres short of halfway. Julian King moves it away now to Cameroon. And he's going to put up a skyscraper again. Colin Munro lets it bounce once and twice and three times. Eventually takes it 8 metres away from his own line. Glides back into the line now Munro and again they manhandle him and get physical and he's put to ground now uh, 20 metres short of the halfway line. Yeah ve- very cautious attempt there from Colin Munro to handle that kick. He didn't want to go there on the fall because it wasn't going to carry. Camry didn't quite get it so instead of a spiral it was end on end and Munro wanted to make sure he had it nice and safe and then they threw him around Guildford but they, they bounced out of the tackle there Hills so there's a couple of signs that Guildford may be looking to put the hit on rather than complete the tackle. Good post contact 
8 metres there for Hills District from Reese Walpole. On the halfway stripe, now this time they're going to straighten things up. Christian Viney, a lot of courage today. He copped a big hit, but he's dropped it this time. Oh. In fact, that was our Corey Kenneth, apologies. Now it's going to be David Oxley again for Guildford. So many hit-ups, him and um, Alec Hobbs today, and that's 7 metres short of halfway. Five gone in the second half, and it's Guildford 30, Hills District nil. This is a blitzkrieg out here by the grand finalists from last year, making a real statement. Cameron Owens this time, and they're on the halfway stripe. Coming up now, it's going to be Trillian King again, and this time they're going to go through the centre with Big Nualafe, oh, and gee, they're making a lot of yards. They're 37 metres away now. Coming half is Trillian King again. Now blindside play, Errington. He speeds things up. He goes himself. 20 to go. He's got men inside, but he's still going. Errington's over. Blindside oh. by the halfback, is it? Let's see no, what he's lost it. Says. He's lost it. He did everything but score. He did have numbers there, Keith, and he didn't use them. Maybe he should have passed it. I think he was paying too much attention to the fact he was trying to keep his legs pumping because he had every, almost every player in the Hills lineup on him, on his shoulders, and he carried them over the line, but he just lost control at the critical moment, loses the ball over the goal line, Hills District get the 20-metre option restart, they need to complete the set, they, they can't throw the ball around Hills, they just need to complete the set, get to the end of it, and drive the ball deep off the kick, if they throw the ball around, chances are they're going to lose it, get to the end of the set, and drive deep. And here goes Corey Kurniff now, this time they're straightening things up with big Shane Motto onto the field again, Ezra Gibson on the left-hand shoulder, taken down beautifully, 45 away. Here they go now to Reese Walpole. Trying to find some numbers now to Isaac Gorman. This crowd really are paying for Hills to play some good footy. They're not even on the scoreboard yet. They've been ambushed here. You could describe it by Guildford. And this time it's going to be Luke Pudu. Luke Pudu with an explosive run. And he's nearly over Luke Pudu. Still going. He's over. Hills District did their first try today. Luke Pudu scores near the post. That was far better by the big man off the bench. With one of his uh, rear touches of the day. And Hills get the reward there for a strong run. Seven gone in the second the football. If they can hold on to the football, they can at least make a contest of it, although we are in the Sydney Shield competition, so if this ball goes over, there's still a chance to win this, and maybe even put on 40 at the same time, because it's Sydney Shield, but they have to hold the football, and they did, and that's what happens. Absolutely, what a great run there by Luke Huru. Hills District get on the board for the first time in an emotional day here at Crestwood Reserve, of course. Hope you're enjoying the coverage, live on Triple H, 100.1 FM, of course, on Splinters on the podcast, in the evening, so it's going to be Mitch Hyde to take this one and he's 13 meters back and it's rolled off the mound there Keith but Hills District needed that try and um and they got a big loop her off the bench he looks damaging doesn't he well they got one in they got two for the price of one there because they needed to hold on to the football and complete a set before they were going to post points but they managed to hold on to the football and complete the set and post the points at the same time Hyde it, it's a very gettable kick but in these conditions with him with under fatigue you never know what could happen 20 in from touch that's right in from touch, 12 metres back. Left footer, runs and strikes and he's nailed it away though. No, he missed it. Yeah, that's why he's now nailed it away. Close. Eight minutes gone and it's Guildford 30, Hills District 4 and the Magpies Waitaras. Nailing away from the post must be one of those Kiwi-isms. That's my new saying. Magpies Waitara, it's a funny game rugby league. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction of the North Shore. They group your weekend with the Bandits this Saturday night, April 13th. The Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now 
all in one night, and it's all for free from 7.30 p.m. For more information, go to magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the entertainment icon. That's the band that's live and free next Saturday night, April 13, at Magpies Waitara, located Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information for members and guest sponsors at Triple H 100.1 FM. That is a skyscraper. Absolute skyscraper, and taking it is going to be uh, Isaac Gorman for Hill. So they're going to play the ball now, and they're 25 metres short of the halfway line. This time it's going to be Corey Kerner charging it forward. Oh, good hit over the top there by Alec Hobbs. 21 short of halfway on tackle two. Dummy half now, Mitch Hyde again. Here goes Luke Peru, the try scorer. Inside ball there to uh, Jake Brennan, and they're 15 metres short of halfway now. Hills so straight. Trying to get themselves into the match here in the second half. Ezra Gibson now. This time to Wellpole, and they're 8 metres short of halfway left-hand side. Here they go now. Peru charges it forward, the try scorer. Trying to inspire them. Better run. Last tackle, and they're 44 metres away from the try line. Mitch Hyde in the dummy half again. Moves it away to uh, Ezra Gibson, who chips it along the carpet. Snaps his one, two, three, four, five times. Cameron Oles takes it nine away from his own line. Glides back into them, and some good defence over the top on him. Eventually, he'll be made to play it 12 metres away from his own line here for the Guildford Owls. This time, they're going to work it now to Connor Reardon, and Guildford ruck it away out of their own half. And for the first time today, it looks as though Guildford are the ones under a little bit of pressure. Lucky not to get a penalty given against them. Hills, Mitch Hyde was all over there with a grapple tackle. But it looks as though Guildford now are the ones who are just struggling to get away from their own end. Hills District starting to dominate. They're all offside there. The Bulls, but Joey Butler's going to let it go. And now Guildford, they're the ones that have to ruck it up and really start to reassert their dominance. There goes Yahya Mesri now, nine metres short of halfway. Julian King. Away now to Errington. Flat ball, Nolapay. He's an explosive centre. And they're 42 metres away from the try line. Last tackle. Referee Joey Butler puts up the hand. Moves it away now to Cameron. Again, it's going to be a skyscraper. Under this one, Colin Munro. And Colin Munro's dropped it backwards. Referee could have almost said forward. Sometimes they call that. And Colin Munro now glides back into them half a break. And he's tackled now. So they're 20 metres away from their own line. Dummy half now is going to be Ezra Gibson. Moves it away now to Sam Shepard. A better run by him. And they're 14 metres short of halfway on tackle two. Hills District definitely playing better in the second half. Here goes Brennan now rolling it forward. He's tackled five metres short of the halfway line. Hiding the dummy half. Here goes Zapatides with the dreadlocks Bob Marley style. And they're 42 metres away from the try line here. Hills District. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. Moves it away now to Ezra Gibson. Inside ball here, but shut down nicely. Last tackle, and they're 37 metres away from the try line. They work it away now to Ezra Gibson. Towering bomb. Under this one, it's going to bounce, is it? The camera holds it to bounce on, on the uh, try line, and eventually he runs it back into the field of play, and they'll play it now nine metres away from their own line. There was no fullback there for Guildford at any time in that set. Hills District could have driven it long, looked to force the goal line dropout, and they should have. Ball lost backwards there by Guildford, and it's play on. The crowd don't like it, but it was clearly backwards. Guildford, they really need to reassert themselves now and just get to the end of the set, drive the ball into touch so they can set up defensively down the Hills District end. Here goes Connor Reardon now, takes a run himself. Did he lose that? Oh, it was a close one. Here goes Julian King. He goes the first receiver and says, I want some more tries out here. Having a party. Oh, it's Great ball. Flicks it out there to Cameron. Cameron's past the halfway line, past the 40-meter line. Chips ahead. Cameron chasing through, but beautifully covered, is it? Yes, by uh, Dean Kamel, the Hills District half. Oh, now that's harsh. He's, he's on the ball. He's on the ground. He's, di- he's dived on the football. And Guilford are going for the football at the same time. He's got him square across the collarbone, going down the chest. And Joey Butler's ruled that it's a high tackle. He's a very harsh call there on the Guilford house as he calls time off. 
Yes, so there we go. What an explosive run by Camry, though. Julian King's having a blinder, isn't he? Great leaders there, flicks it out the back to Camry. The Hills District do get the penalty. Matthew Rickard, the Guildford second rower, getting a bit of a talking to, along with Julian King. And he's been put That's on the report there, That'll do me. Just, just, as wow. we, just as I was talking about Joey Butler going all right at half-time, now he decides to put a bloke on report for affecting the tackle. But it was a really great run from, run from Julian King because he made more post-contact meters than he did actually running the football up. And then he got that offload, and Camry was unlucky not to get the bounce. Hills District now, they're going to have a set starting 40 metres away from their own line. They're going to need to score a try here because they did miss that kick, so they're running behind the play at the moment. That's right, to keep themselves within any chance of winning, of course. Tamita Pakuna now has this one. They're just short of halfway. This time it's going to be uh, Jake Brennan powering it forward. Offloads it away, and this time it's going to be John Dunn off the bench. So they're 47 metres away from the try line here. 13 goals, second half, Guildford 30, Hills District 4. Zampatini straightening things up. That's got to be high, surely. Referee says it's okay. Dummy half now, it's going to be Mitch Hyde. Moves it away now to Dean Kamal. A flap on now to Ezra Gibson. Goes inside to Corey Kerner, who's put to ground. And they're 35 metres away from the try line here, Hills District. They work it away, and... That's a penalty here for That's a bad call. That's a bad call. Corey Kenneth got to his feet, and he's trying to put the ball on the ground to play it, and the Guildford players are actually driving him back down. Corey Kenneth has got to his feet, and then he's pushed back down. Joey Butler has gone from penthouse to outhouse in about 15 minutes. And this referee, after a, a good first half, has maybe dropped the standards a little bit as Cameroon tries to fight. That's not going to get there. But he doesn't. Hills District have the football. Rugby League's a funny game, and Munro gets pummeled on the halfway line now. And things are starting to happen a little bit funny in the last five minutes of this match yeah. as both teams are tired in the oppressive heat. Here goes Walpole charging it forward and they're 40 metres away from the try line. So dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. Open side now to Dean Barron who's straightening things up and they're 30 metres away from the try line now. Dummy half is going to be Mitch Hyde again looking for numbers left and right. Moves it away now to a Dean Kamal and Dean Kamal goes oh, flat at the line. I think he lost that. On home referee says no. it's alright. They're 21 away. Dummy half now is Mitch Hyde. Mitch Hyde in a blindside play again for Corey Kerner. Last tackle already, and they're 15 metres away. They work it through the middle. Dean Kamel now. Chips ahead. It's in the end goal area now, and are they going to let it go? They play it at Connor Reardon, and it's going to be a goal line dropout. Good work by Hills District there. They forced the repeat set, but I reckon Connor Reardon could have let that go, Keith. It was going to go dead, and he took it and just got trapped. That wasn't very good. Wing yeah, play. he probably could have, but it was going to be a very courageous decision there. You're really taking the odds to it because of that long grass and the ball sitting down. They really look out of sorts at the moment, Guildford. I think Mason Farrell's headed to the bench because they're not playing with a fullback at the moment, and I'm assuming that if Cameron Isles is, going to, is playing at fullback, because Connor Reardon's still on the wing, Cameron Isles looks really out of, out of position there, and he doesn't look comfortable at all at the back. That's something that Hills District perhaps have to try and exploit a little bit more. When they're down their own end, kick early in the count and try and force Guildford to rush back or on that last play or late in the set when they're on the attack, just roll the ball early into the end goal and see what can come up for them. Cameron to restart play with a bit of a wonky old drop that bounces one, two, three, four times and Dean Barron takes it on the halfway stripe. He puts the head down and runs straight at them, Dean Barron, trying to inspire them. They're going to play it now 31 metres away from the try line as Errington slows the play down. Here goes Corey Kerneth again, who has made a lot of hit-ups today and they're 24 metres away from the try line. 
line now. Dummy half is going to be Mitch Hyde here for Hills District. And they work it away now to Ezra Gibson, who's now to Reese Walpole. And Reese Walpole eventually is going to get sandwiched 20 metres away from the try line, left hand side of the field. Dummy half is going to be Mitch Hyde again. Mitch Hyde goes flat now to Barron. Barron, dummies to his outside man and goes himself. They're 13 metres away from the try line. Hyde, blindside play now to Gibson. Gibson, a flat ball. Walpole, Walpole's very close. And he's just short. Last tackle. Dummy half Hyde. Moves the flat. Barron charges at them. And Barron has lost it over the line. Or has now he he's scored? got it on the line. He has scored. Dean Barron scores. The big man powers it forward. And the crowd is up here at Crestwood too. Barron has been threatening with some strong head up. The Sapphire Lounge is pumping. 23 minutes to go here, Guildford 30, Hills District 8. And that's what I was talking about. Cameron was not being comfortable at fullback. Because he was comfortable at fullback. He would have been talking to the defence of getting them moving. But as it was, Hills District were finding plenty of comfortable space throughout that set. And then they almost went over the tackle before with Walpole. They go one off the ruck and they should have been aware to it, uh, Guildford, because Hills District had a big back line set out to the right. But Guildford had numbered up. But they were looking a little bit shaky in and around the ruck. And they decided to give the ball to Barron, decided for the power play, and he just got there because, and he was lucky to get the ball down when he did because as soon as he came up, he lost it, but the ball was already down and it's in the books. Massive, massive kick. They need this because they can't afford to get any further behind in terms of the conversion rate. That's right, the clock is ticking away, isn't it? Guildford have built up a big lead, but Hills District playing a lot better in the second half. It's going to be Mitch Hyde, who's zero from one with the boot. He's 15 metres back and 15 metres in from the left-hand touchline. We're right behind this one in the commentary box. Area. As we head in towards the championship rounds, Hills District, they've got the old boat going now forward, but they've got a lot of work to do. And here goes Mitch Hyde now, their dummy half. Takes his time, a huge crowd now at Crestwood Reserve in its building as well. Runs it and strikes it yep. straight over the middle this time. And Mitchell 22 minutes to go. And it's Guildford 30. Hills District the on the Magpies Waitara scoreboard. Magpies Waitara is the action attraction in the North Shore. And they offer a great alternative for the kids. These April school holidays. Have the kids check out the free movie Incredibles 2 on Tuesday, April 16 at 11 a.m. And there's the special $8 kids meals from the kitchen from midday. For more, go to magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the kids entertainment icon. Just take the kids somewhere different these school holidays. Take them to Magpies Waitara located at Alexandria Parade Waitara, information for members and guests, proud sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Progress scores around the grounds for Magpies Waitara in Sydney Shield at Hickey's Lane right on half time. It's St Mary's 30, Penrith Brothers nil. St Mary's 30, Penrith Brothers nil. And in Ron Massey Cup, just, behind. just start at the second half. No change for the half time score at Aubrey Kirk. Still Mounties 20, West nil. And right on half time at Ring Rose Park, it's still Wentworthville 14, Glebe Burwood Wolves. So from the restart here, Hills District get another penalty and they find touch here. 46 metres away from the try line. Still 21 to go here. They're down by 20, but they're on the right path. Here they go now now to take Brennan. He powers the forward, beats one and two. Hills District are going to spring in their step here with a big crowd behind them. And eventually he's going to play it now, Jake Brennan. 30 metres away from the try line. Mitch Hyde in the dummy half. Moves it flat out of John Dunn, who explodes at them with a half a break. A good one. And they're 19 metres away from the try line. They push him back in the tackle though. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde again. Here go Hills District getting a bit of a roll on. Kamel moves it away now to Gibson. The solo flies out of the line and was okay. And they're 26 metres away from the try line now. Hyde in the dummy half. Away now to Kamel. A wide ball out to O'Gorman and he goes in. Samuel Gibbon! Samuel Gibbon! Samuel Gibbon! The very close. He might be over referee in a good spot. He's held up. He's held up. 
Don't know whether he's wow. in a good spot or not. He took a while to get there, Joey Butler, to make the call. Sam Shepard may have got that football down, but Joey Butler, the referee, got there and he needed the help of his touch judge, Luke Heckendorf, to make the call. So, Mitch Hyde and the dummy half there, 10 metres away from the held-up call. Here they go now to Ezra Gibson. A nice wide ball to Dean Kamau. An even wider ball out the back. Here they go, Pacuna. Here they go to Sabatini. Sabatini's in the corner. He's over. Sabatini scores in the corner. And Hills District here with a big crowd of the Sapphire Lounge rocking. They are rocking and rolling now. 20 to go. And it's Gilford 30. Hills District 14. I tell you what, Kingsman Topolsky, are we seeing something here? Are we seeing something? I think we are because Hills District, they're holding on to the football. They're getting physical. They've got line speed. It's almost a complete reversal of what we saw in the first half. Gilford have run out of gas. They're sluggish. They're not getting line speed. They're not talking to each other in defence. And that was a perfect example. Example, because when you have a full opportunity to set up, it wasn't just a tackle. That they had to go back and play the ball after the held up call at Hills. There's no excuse for Hills being able to create an overlap of one tackle, but that's exactly what they did. It was a three-on-two on the far right-hand side. Zampatidis was the beneficiary of it on the wing, cutting inside. When he got the final pass, scores in the corner. Massive kick again because they need to keep it up. They can't get behind with the conversions because they're all, they've already won down. But that was really too easy. And Guildford, I tell Tell you what, Paul Slay is going to be absolutely filthy with the way they played this second half. So it's going to be Mitch Hyde here, one from two with the boot. Forget Paul Sly, Mrs. Fletcher and uh, McEwen are very close spectators watching this second half. The co-coaches of the Massey Cup side as well. And he's going to be 23 metres back, two metres in from the right-hand touchline. Mitch Hyde down 30-14. This will make it 30-16 and there's still 19 to go here. There's plenty of time. Hills District on a roll. Runs in and strikes it. Now Mitch Hyde, it sails to I like it. Let's see what they say. It's over. Wow, so 18 and a half minutes to go. The action attraction of the North Shore Magpies Waitara offers a different Easter alternative. Easter Friday, April 19. There's heaps of prizes in the Good Friday Easter raffle at 1pm with over $4,000 of Easter prizes that must be won. With tickets on sale from 11.30 and there's the free fun for the kids between 1 and 3, including a special visit from the Easter Bunny doing the rounds. For more info, magpieswaitara.com.au. Click on the special events icon. So start your Easter weekend somewhere different this Good Friday at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information members and guest sponsors of Triple H 100.1 FM. Here go the Hill District Bulls now with Corey Kernett. He belts it forward and they're 20 metres short of halfway on tackle two. The play of the Bulls are faster now. Away now to Gibson. Here goes Walpole. Walpole trying to get through on a half a break. Good driving metres through the leg still and they're eight metres short of halfway. 18 to go. The He's down lost 14. He's lost it, and the wind will just go out of the sails a little bit there. Wants to argue the toss, Bruce Walpole. He wants to argue the toss. There was a hand on it, but it was a very loose carry, Kiwi yeah, Nick. Yeah. A very loose carry, and in the end, he's paid the price. That's fatigue. Mm. That's the 30-degree heat now catching up with all these players. I think that's desperation, too. As well, and look, both sides, there's a lot of sucking in the big ones out there right now as they make their way to the scrum. So it's going to be a Guildford scrum. They're in no rush to pack this one. They're under the fire a little bit here. Who's this? but that just will take the wind out of the sails and every minute counts when you're down by a big margin. It does, and now Guildford...
that have the opportunity, not necessarily to score points, but they just need to re-establish themselves run the down Hills District the 10. As you say, run the time down, get the ball back, and just suck, the, suck in the big ones and use the opportunity to take possession and just get a bit of breath back, bit of oxygen in the lungs. There goes Caleb Hunt now, belts it forward himself, and they're 35 metres away from the line. Julian King has pulled the strings a lot of this match, moves it to Mohamed Sultan who drives it forward, and they're 23 metres away from the try line now. Julian King dummy half again. Here goes Lasalo now. He's an explosive runner. Lasalo, look out. They're 15 metres away, right-hand side. Gia Guildford try now would really bust things open again. Here goes Camru. Moves it away now to Masri. Masri charges at them. Masri's very close. He's only half a metre away in Masri. Last tackle. Dummy half Julian King. Will he go himself? No. Away now to Errington. Flapo Caleb Hunt standing out in the centres. Caleb Hunt, surely they'll hold him up here. Yes, they will. And that's going to be a changeover, Kate, so he'll survive on their line. Not a bad idea. If you're going to give the ball back to Hills District, you don't want to roll the ball in the end goal and give them 23 metres plus an extra tackle. If you are going to give it back to them, give it to them three metres away from their own goal line and force them to ruck it out. Zampatidis, though, a great run. Good post-contact metres. Zampatidis, now it's going to be Mitch Hyde and Dummy Half to follow him up. Away now to Corey Kurnath, who straightens things up. And over the top there, Julian King, trying to jolt it free, trying to get physical. Like the first half where they forced mistakes. They haven't really done that in this half. Here goes Brennan now. 20 metres short of halfway. Blind side play. Mitch Hyde goes open. And Mitch Hyde with a, a, a strong run there. They're 9 metres short of halfway. 16 minutes to go here. And uh, it's Guildford 30, Hills District 16. A wide ball now to Gorman. And Gorman runs out of room. And he's tackled. It's last tackle already. A fast set. As Guildford start making their tackles again. Away now to Gibson. A towering bomb. Under the side's going to be Cameron Isles. It's behind him. It bounces around. It's in the end goal area. It might just go big. too far. Too many weapons oh, yeah. on that one. 20 metre restart. That is a vital, vital play from Cameron Isles. Again, he was terribly out of position. He was nowhere in position to take the football, but by allowing it to bounce, it did roll on and even the grass here today it was not long enough to stop it going dead. That's a big play for Guildford. Getting the free 20 metres plus the extra tackle and Hills District, Reese Walpole, he's kidding himself. He was a mile offside. Around the grounds it's getting worse, unfortunately, for Western Albury Keach. It's now Mounty 30 West Snell in and uh, another try for Wentworthville at Ringrose Park. It's Wentworthville 20, Glee Perwood Wolves nil. There you go Gilford, they're in the right half of the field already. Cameroon now moves it away, Mohamed Sultan. He belts it forward straight into Corey Kerner and he drives those legs forward now. Julian King ever present at dummy half. He's had a lot of spark out there and he stands here now 35 metres away. Slow play the ball, moves it away now to Cameroon. And this time it's going to be Errington who's made half some half bust today. It's oh, not off him! Tend to go get tackled. Here go Guildford now trying to break it open, extend this lead. Julian King moves it away, flat. Cameroon takes the line on. Cameroon to the line. Cameroon's very close. Referee in a good spot again. That's last tackle. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch. Here go the Guildford Owls. I lose my words here. Errington chips into the end goal area. It's still in there. Hills fall on the ground. And it's going to be a goal line dropout here. So Guildford here are turning the screws just when it matters. Keith Topolsky. And all of a sudden, there's 14 to go now, and it's Guildford 30, Hills District And it was 16. Dylan Holdsworth that got in a dummy half, the extra uh, dummy half for the for the Owls, and fed that pass to Errington. Lovely grubber kick into the in-goal area. Next best result, forcing the mistake in the line drop-in. And that all came about because...
was Errington was able to get away a sensational offload to get Guildford those extra few metres to get into position to pull off that play. Here they go now. Errington takes his time to pick this one up and Caleb Hunt drives at them now and they're already 20 metres away from the try line here. Guildford have just re-established themselves and trying to control this footy force uh, goal line dropouts as well and out of dummy up this time is Holdsworth again and Holdsworth only just short of the try line. Dummy half now is going to be Julian King. Here go the Guildford house looking for the killer punch. Errington away now to Cameron. He's got Lasalo flat. Moves it away now to Cameron Isles. Cameron Isles outside in to the line. Cameron Isles is very close. He's half a metre away from the try line. Lasalo under dummy half. Will he go himself perhaps? He's a big unit. He sums up the options. He runs a flat and they go now to the Guildford house. And jersey number 19 there is going to be uh, Ashley Brown and it's held up here. But Guildford have got the roll going here, Keith. Yeah, they have. And it was very well done by Caleb Hunt to suck Mitch Zampatides in, getting him into the niggle, and that allowed Dylan Holdsworth to duck out. He picked up a few free metres, and now Guildford, they will play the ball 10 metres away from the Hills line. Cameron moves it away now to Mohamed Sultan, who drives it forward, and he's put to ground now. Five metres away from the try line. Centre field. Referee Joey Butler puts up the hand. Here goes Cameron. Cameron, nice flat ball. Away now to uh, Ashley Brown, and great defence by Hill. District, they hold firm, and a changeover, but 12 to go now, Guildford 30, Hills District 16. But again, they're not rolling the ball in the end goal, risking giving away the 20 metres and the 7 tackles. They're happy to get tackled 2, 3, 4 metres away from the Hills line, hand it back to the Bulls, and make them go 96 metres to score. And they're the ones that need to get the points on the board, Hills. Guildford are more than happy to grind this game out. Don't make any mistakes, play mistake-free, and make Hills District earn their win if they're going to pull it from the fire. This time it's going to be Christian Viney on tackle 3, Making hard work of these yards now, Hills District. They have to find the spark again. Here they go flat now, though, to our Jake Brennan. Jake Brennan's still going. He doesn't want to drop it this time. They're 10 metres short of halfway. And the dummy half now is Mitch Hyde. Moves it away now. Ezra Gibson, he goes at them. Gee, if he made the break then, he could have been through for a try. They're 40 metres away from the try line now. Last already, Hyde moves it away now to Wellpole. Wellpole, he chips ahead. They're chasing it through. And onto it now is Isaac Gorman. Isaac Gorman chips it. And Isaac Gorman flicks it out the back. But they've lost on the line. Samuel Shepard has dropped it. Guildford have the ball. That might be the chance that could decide the match. They've, they've uh, blown the opportunity. That was the chance and Gorman did very well to get through on that ball first. And again, Isles way out of position. He's really uncomfortable at fullback. you got to think that you've got to send Isles back to the wing and maybe send Connor Reardon back to fullback because Isles is having a stinker back there. Really good run out of trouble now from Guildford although they're driven back. But it was just set up enough for Gorman and that long grass again. I keep saying it and I'm surprised that they didn't get a scrum there. Hills for losing the ball in the tackle. Guildford now up over the 30. This time it's going to be Mastery. Guildford here have the cards on their table. They have the lead with 11 minutes to go. Errington now, he's dangerous. They're going to keep playing attacking footy. Away now to uh, to uh, well, uh, Matthew Rickard. And they're 41 metres away from the try line here. So 10 to go. Guildford up by 14. This time it's going to be Cameron who settles things down and finds touch. Very good play by the 5-8. They do all take a breath in the hand experienced stuff and it will be a Hills District scrum now 25 metres away from their own line. Well we're down to the last 10 Keith Topolsky in this one and so that makes it you've probably got four or five sets at most left for each side and the Bulls have to score 
at least three tries. They're going to have to score at least three of these last five sets when they've struggled for 70 minutes. And with Guildford lacking a little bit of composure, they're very good just to slow the game down, as you say. And Hills District, they haven't stopped the clock. They haven't got the players in the scrum, and that's really poor form. Now they, now do. they get it done. But they, they wasted prob- 45 seconds they, there. I was going to say, they wasted at least 35, maybe even up to 45 seconds there. That's really poor play from Hills. And now the trainers are just flooding in there to try and give their charges a little bit of a boost and Guildford probably need it more than Hills District because Guildford have been run right over the top of in this second half. So everyone takes a bit of a breath out here. The water boys are out. 10 minutes and 5 seconds to go. Guildford 30, Hills District 16. Hills pretty much need to score on this next set of 60 would think as the time ticks away in the heat here at Crestwood Reserve, Keith. Very disappointing way that Hills District gave up that play to give so much territory up when they're so desperate at the moment. Guildford, they just rucked it out so easily, so easily. And then Errington, I know he's a chunky unit. I know he's really big for a halfback, but he shouldn't have been able to push away as easily as he did and then get the play away down that left-hand side. That was almost a free 20 metres. That's really disappointing for Hills. Here go Hills District now. They work it wide to Gibson. They know they've got to score very soon. This time it's going to be Jake Brennan now with the footy. And they're 21 metres short of halfway now within the last 10 minutes officially. Ezra Gibson now. He goes himself. In fact, it's Munro. And Munro now. And they're 10 metres short of halfway. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde. Hills District have to find a break here. They move it flat now to Viney. Viney drives it forward and he's right on that halfway stripe. Rugged defence over the top by Julian King trying to slow him down. Dummy half now Mitch Hyde. Moves it now to Gibson. Flat build a well pole and he just can't quite get those legs going. He falls over again at 40 metres away. Dummy half now is Mitch Hyde. Flat now to a big ass Shane Motu. In fact it's Luke Perdue who has a an earlier try, and they're 30 metres away. Last tackle already here for Hills. Dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde again. He's got numbers left and right. He's going to go to his left. Away now to Ezra Gibson. A flat ball to Wellpop. He chips ahead. Did he knock it on first, though? And Cameron Oz has dropped on a red and dropped it again. Well, Tom, Cameron Oz has definitely knocked it on, trying to pick the football up. Take the Bosky. Connor and, uh, you know, it's Connor Reardon. He's coming as the extra acting fullback, and he's definitely knocked the football off. He did knock it on, and Wellpop barely got there. But the, the way that last play lined up, Hills District, they had to go back on the inside. There was all sorts of space in behind the second marker but they decided to continue down the left-hand side. A little bit of a fortunate turn of events. 8.44 as now they stop the clock and there's a man down and I think it's the man that knocked on Connor Reed. He really did get hurt in that really physical encounter but they had the opportunity to turn it back inside because Guildford had Caleb Hunt going back. He was in all sorts and the second marker wasn't dropping back. They've got to be awake to that and if Mitch Hyde can get an option back on his inside, maybe a McDonald or a Munro, even a Shepherd, just drifting through the middle of the ruck, they're going to be able to find some room and they could find that try that they need. Here we go then, Hills District have it all in front of them, 20 metres away, scrum slightly to the left of the post, Ezra Gibson to feed this one, and he's got his half lined up to the right, it's Dean Kamel, a flat ball this time to Jake Brennan who charges onto it, and he's going to get put to ground now 15 metres away, 8 minutes 30 to go there, down by 14, dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde, Mitch Hyde goes flat now to uh, Shane Motu who drives it forward a good run, 5 metres away from the try line here, dummy half now is going to be Mitch Hyde again, Mitch Hyde with numbers left and right, he moves a nice wide ball to Ezra Gibson, who straightens things up. He chips ahead. It's in the end goal. Cameron's going to touch it down. It'll be a goal line dropout. Uh, safety first option here. And we've got, well, eight minutes, ten to go now, Keith. I don't know what your vinc- oh, I don't know what your memory is of the old Jim Henson show, but was there a white or a grey Muppet? Because yes, that, was, was. that was the most stupid play from Ezra Gibson. He's got 
He's got Luke McDonald wrapping around his outside. They've created a great overlap. All he had to do was throw the second man play out the back. They got a two on one. They go over in the corner. And instead, Ezra Gibson tries to be the hero. We'll nickname him Robbie after the West Tigers number nine. Oh, please. Now, now, settle down. So, Hill's District taken. Here goes Big Dean Barron, who charges it forward from the car park here at Crestwood Reserve. And they're 22 metres away from the line. Seven minutes 30 to go. They're down by 14. Shane Motu now straight and sinks up the big prop. And they're 12 metres away from the try line here. Got a score in this set if they're a chance. Here goes Matai. Moves it away now to Ezra Gibson. Gibson trying to find the numbers inside to Gorman. Gorman now slips over and they're 11 metres away. Centre of the field here at Crestwood Reserve. Coming half now is Matai. He goes himself. He takes his time. Here they go now to uh, Shane Motu. Shane Motu just short. Half a metre away. Coming half now it's going to be Matai again. And he's lost it. It's a penalty though, Keith. Bit fortunate there, it was a loose carry. He was already losing it on the way up, but you're right. Guilford were all over the play of the ball, and he was probably losing it on the way up out of frustration more than anything. Probably a fair penalty in the end, but Guilford, that still takes up another 10 or 15 seconds off the clock. Here they go, they take the tap. They move it away now to an inside ball. This time it's going to be Brennan, and Brennan powers it forward. Brennan might be over. He's over. Brennan's over. Hill Session just still alive here. Referee points to the spot. 6.40 to go. And it's Guildford 30, Hills District 20. They're just falling apart around the ruck, Guildford. Six and a half minutes. That's still time in the Sydney Plenty Shield competition to get those necessary points. But they're just starting to struggle well, around the ruck. I was surprised that they started turning the ball back onto the inside again when when uh, Munro was still wrapping around the back. In fact, it was McDonald, sorry, was wrapping around the back. But that's obviously the strategy they're employing. They don't think they're going to be able to go around Guildford. They think they can go through them. Why not? They've already got plenty of success so far. And there's another try through the middle of the ruck with those big hulking forwards, tiring again, tiring Guildford players, and that's what they need at the moment to get the try. I thought they were going to go wide, but they're finding room up the middle. So here we go, an important kick for Mitch Hyde. He's uh, eight metres to the right of the post and 13 metres back. 5.50 to go and counting. They're down by 10. This would make it down by eight. There's time here. What a match here. What a comeback. And what a curtain raiser to the big ones to follow. Unbelievable. So Mitch Hyde, two from three. Vital kick. Runs and strikes it. And it's over. Five minutes, 30 to go. Guildford, 30. Hills District, 22. On the Magpies of Waitara The action attraction of the North Shore Magpies Waitara Groove's your weekend with the Bandits. Next Saturday night, April 13. The Bandits return to Magpies with their great blend of hits from the 70s to now all in one night. And it's all for free from 7.30. For more information, magpieswaitara.com.au and click on the entertainment icon. That's the Bandits, live and free next Saturday night, April 13 at Magpies Waitara, located at Alexandria Parade Waitara. Information for members and guest sponsors at Triple H 100.1 FM, 5.14 to go. How big is that misconversion from Hyde earlier? Round the grounds for Magpies Waitara, of course, earlier today in Sydney Shield. Wentworthville 24, defeated Sydney Uni 22, and it's becoming ugly at Hickey's Lane. Eight gone, second half, it's already St Mary's 42, Penrith Brothers nil. And it's a penalty here, Shane Motto with the head up, it's been struck, Keith. There's time here. They're going to be in the right half of the field very shortly. There is, and the referee's called time off, has he? He shouldn't have called time off. He shouldn't have, he should have marked them 10 metres from throwing the ball away because under the current interpretation, that's not an offside penalty, so therefore you're allowed to get on with it quickly. So that really is time wasting. If it was 10 metres, then all right, you can get away with it if you like. But he had the op- he should have had the opportunity to take the quick tap. Now they tap it on halfway. Here they go now with four minutes, 40 to go. It's going to be charging forward. Uh, well, Paul, here go Hills District then. They're 40 metres away. This time it's going to 
be Jake Brennan, the other second rower. He powers it forward. They're down by eight. They need a score in this set. They're 34 metres away from the try line now. Dummy half is going to be Mitch Hyde. Moves it flat now to Barron. The forwards are going to try and bruise their way through. Caleb Hunt on him like a rash. They're 21 metres away from the try line here. Dummy half is going to be Mitch Hyde. Was a Marcus Square? Yes, he was. They move it away this time to a John Dunn. And they're tackled now. They're 18 metres away from the try line. Here they go now. A win now to Kamel. A wide ball now to Gibson. Can he find a gap? Well, Paul. He tries to upload that car. Last tackle. They're 10 metres away. Four to go down by eight. Now it's going to be uh, Mitch Hyde. He goes flat. Here they go. Yeah. And he's a fall for throwing the ball on the ground because now it's lying out there and Hills District's going to be wasting time trying to get the ball back. But that was a really soft option in terms of defending up the middle of the run, in the middle of the field. Gilford just completely fell asleep. They just allowed all sorts of weird and wonderful options there for Hills District. They chose the one up the middle, but if they decided to go in behind Walpole, they had a three on two. They could have scored the tackle earlier. Hyde will slot this room in front, and they're two points down with three minutes to go. Oh, boy, that misconversion earlier. Oh, boy. Well, it might not matter because Guildford are out on their feet. Yep. They're running on fumes. Forget uh, fuel. They're on fumes right now, Guildford, and they can't get their hands on the football. The balls have the momentum. Here goes Mitch Hyde right in front, three from four. He won't muck around with this kick, and it's just on three minutes to go now. Runs and strikes it straight over the middle. Just under three to go. The action attraction of the North Shore Medicals by Tara offers a great alternative for the kids these April school holidays. Have the kids check out the free movie Incredibles 2 on Tuesday, April 16 at 11am. And there's a special $8 kids meals from the kid in the kitchen from midday. For more, magpiesbytara.com.au is the website. Kids Entertainment is the icon. Snake the kids somewhere different these school holidays. Take them to Magpies by Tara. Located at Alexandria Parade by Tara. Information members and guest sponsors are Triple H. 100.1 FM. Referee has stopped the clock with 2 minutes 36 to go. What a finish coming up. Guildford are going to take their time now with the clock stoppage. Uh, time back on now. Errington to restart play. He will drive it as hard as he can down the field. Take it on the full by Gibson 10 metres away. This time it's going to be Corey Kerner. Runs at 100 miles an hour. What's that high? No, it wasn't. Dummy half is high. Moves it flat now. Here they go now with Pakuna. Pakuna trying to make some yards. They're 12 short of halfway. 2 minutes 15 to go. And counting. Right in the dummy half. Moves it away now to Gibson. A flat ball this time to a well pole. They try and wrap him up. They try and slow it down. They don't want to give away a penalty here. Two minutes five to go. They're just short of halfway. Here they go again now with, uh, with Shane Motu. Motu drives at them. 45 metres away from the try line here. What are Hills going to do? Dummy half now is Mitch High. Referee says get up and play it. Minute 55 to go. Here they go. Dean Barron who's got a double today. Charges at them. Last tackle. What do they do here? Drive line. to go. Mitch High. He runs himself. Here they go now. Away oh. he Wrong play! Wrong play! No, Cameron Isles is almost standing in the defensive line. He's only five metres back. If they drive it to the corner, they can force a goal line dropout. And Guildford are going to take a week. And now Joey Butler stopped the clock. And Guildford were always going to take a week once that tackle was affected. That was stupid play. Mitch Hyde decides to give it in the first play. He needs to drive it deep. And there's no fullback. The winger was standing up as well. That perfect opportunity to drive it deep. And now they just give a cheap handover back to Guildford. They're going to take an eternity to get through this. 
this set. Here goes Mohamed Sultan driving it forward. So they're 20 short of halfway, 1 minute 25 to go and counting. There's a player down in cramp here, but the referee is going to call time off now, Keith, well, which is important. No, that, that's not the rule because it's got to be a head injury where you need the doctor on the field. It's a cramp, so they should be playing on. And at the end of the day, Hills District probably don't want this anyway because Guildford are the ones out on their feet. Hills are with, the ones with the momentum. And now we're going to wait for the player to get up in uh, Motu, I think it is. Yes. And, uh, in fact, it's Puru getting Puru. up in Jersey 16. But Hills needed that momentum because Guildford, they're all out on their feet. Have a look at them. You've got two blokes standing out here in the tram lines and everybody else, you could almost throw a blanket over them. They're that bunched. They are absolutely stuffed, Guildford. They needed the play to continue, Hills. And this is going to give them a chance to regroup, get some air in the lungs. I think that might be the stoppage that can get them across the line to give them that little bit of a spell. Luke Puru is taking his time getting off a of Woolworth. We'll restart play once he's officially off the field. One minute, 20 to go. Guildford 30, Hills District 28. And um, Guildford are 20 metres short of halfway here. As we wait for Pudu to get off the field. But, gee, what a dramatic match here. The second half is livening things up. Looks like Pudu's going to stay on the field. But he's gone out the to the wing. I know where I'm standing the football. <laughs> so, Guildford, get ready to restart play. Sultan, they move it through the middle. It's going to be Yahya Masri now. They just need to control the footy here. And he rolls it on forward. 11 short of halfway. One, one minute, 10 to go. Dummy half is Julian King. Moves it away now. Tafatel back on the field. Tafatel now. Just sort of the halfway line. One minute to go here. Guildford have the footy. Julian King. They slow things down. Errington. Inside ball. Mohamed Sultan. Just needs to hold it. He's trying to bash the ball out of his grasp. But they can't. He's still got it. And eventually he's going to play it now. They're 44 metres away from the try line. 45 seconds to go here. Guildford up by two. They have the ball. They move it forward now. Leslie Norlafe. Leslie Norlafe. He charges at them. And they've got four on him trying to force it free, but they can't. It's last tackle now. 35 seconds. 35 seconds to go, and they're 35 away. Julian King, he might just kick it sideways. Errington, belts it towards the sideline. It's out here, King. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's still in play. Here you go, Hills District now with Monroe. So there's 25 seconds, seconds to go. They've got 80 metres to travel on tackle one. They get a penalty. That'll help. It's a penalty here for Hills District. What are they going to try and find touch? Well, for Gibson now. He'll find touch. They're going to have one play, if not two, and they're 10 metres short. They're going to have one play, eight seconds to go from 60 out. Here they go now. Away to Camel. A wide ball now to Brennan. And even wider ball to Bakuna. A wider ball now to Gorman. They've dropped it. Sam Shepard has dropped it. Right in front of our commentary box area. And Guildford are kind of come away with a famous win. He's thrown the ball into one of the players' heads. they just got to calm things down here, Keith. What a match. There's a little bit of push and shove here now. But it looks like Guildford have won this match. 30 points to 28. And the referee says time. It is all over. And I have to say that even after the ball was dropped, Lachlan Camry, there's absolutely no need for the little bit of crap that he brought in. Hills District lost the football. He went across, came up with a little bit of a sledge, a bit of a slap in the back of the head. We spoke about what happens to blokes who get to dish out slaps to the back of the head on the bench on Friday night. And it would have served him right if things had blown up and Hills ended up with a penalty out at all. But how, again, that misconversion from Hyde off that first Hills try, that was the difference in the end. And in Guildford, they collapsed in the second half, but Hills, they had their chances and they did some really silly stuff. And that last tackle played down the, the uh, amenity shed end of the field. That was, uh, I've never seen such a silly play on the last tackle. That was just dumb football. Unbelievable stuff here. Guildford 30 have hung on by the skin of their teeth to beat the Hills District Bulls 28. The Sapphire Lounge is pumping. And down Tony Joseph has Julian King right now.
District taking anything out of the game today, but I tell you what, Guildford, they are going to be absolutely robable on what we saw out there today, and they are going to be running to the ground at training this week because that was just a tragic second half. All right, then, at the end of the day, the Guildford Owls and the Hills District Bulls unbeaten run in the Sydney Shield. Final score in Sydney Shield, Guildford 30, stagger over the line to beat the Hills District Bulls 28. Let's go around the grounds for Magpies Waitara. Check those scores once again. Uh, as mentioned, there's only one Sydney Shield match that's left. Brothers are on the board now. They've scored a couple of late tries, but it was 48 nil before they scored their first one. It's the Perry's 48, Penrith Brothers 10 inside the last 11 minutes at the Hickey's Lane in Sydney Shield. Let's go to Ron Massey Cup. The two matches in progress there, and... Uh, Look away, Keith, please. Five, five minutes to go at Aubrey Keach. Mounties 40, West nil. Mounties 40, West nil. And it's not much better at Ringrose Park. Right on full time there. 
in uh, from Massey. Wentworthville 36, Glebe Burwood Wolves nil. Wentworthville 36, Glebe Burwood Wolves nil. Of course, earlier today in Sydney Shield at Ring Race Park, it was Wentworthville 24, defeating Sydney University 22. All right, time now, Triple H 100.1 FM, 19 minutes to three. We're about nine minutes away from the beginning of festivities before the Nathan Grimmer Memorial Shield match for 2019. The first time it's been called on community radio and we're pleased as much to be doing it right here today on Triple H 100.1 FM and on the web at www.triplehfm.com.au. This crowd is still building here. I'd say, well, I was told three to 4,000. It's not that many, but it's certainly over 1,000 now here, uh, Keith Kapowski. They're packed in very tight uh, around all the seating areas here at Crestwood on this uh, uh, broadcast side of the field. And every piece of shade under every tree on this side of the ground has been taken advantage of, uh, such as the size of the crowd. And they're still making their way here, heading into kickoff, which is about 19 minutes away. It's time to take a break, get our breath together, and we'll come back with the pre-match ceremonies, the poignancy of the remembering the life of the late Nathan Cremo before the big one, our big game of the weekend, the 2019 Cremo Memorial Shield, live from Crestwood Reserve at Borkham Hills, the Sapphire Lounge, on Triple H 100.1 FM and at www.triplehfm.com.au right after this.